simple yet incredibly powerful leadership action that you can take today that will make a huge difference to everything you and your team do going forward. In this episode, Neil and I chat about the clear and compelling purpose and why it's so incredibly important and impactful. For more impactful wisdom, make sure that you head over to leader-connect.co.uk and sign up to our newsletter. You'll also get 10% off membership of our leadership training platform just for signing up. What are you reading at the moment? Well, lots. I've I've always got um, loads of books open on the the bedside table or around the house, and I I, I sometimes lose them for a a few days and and then go back to them. But... um, Okay, so House of the Spirits, actually. Have you heard of that? It's, um, I have uh, not. It's Isabel Allende, a, a mm. Chilean author. It's magical realism. It's got nothing to do with leadership, but it's uh, it's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Do you, so that, I didn't, is that the kind of, so other than the, you know, the obvious kind of leadership stuff and the sort of military history stuff that I know that you're quite interested in, is that your genre, your kind of slightly magical I would say fantasy novel. I don't know if that's the genre that it is. Well, it is now. Yeah, I mean, wow. I'm on my third book by her in a in a row. I discovered her, and well, Macarena, my partner, is Chilean, and um, gave, gave me one of her books to read, and um, I'm working my way through them. So, yeah, seems to be. I think it's. I think it's really nice, actually. I had slightly forgotten the joy of reading fiction because because we are so involved in leadership and find it so interesting, and and I particularly like kind of self help stuff as well. Um, I've forgotten to read stories, and I think it's really nice to go back and read stories. It clears the head, doesn't mm. it? It's, it kind of goes with big themes. Uh, maybe I'm retrospectively justifying here but it kind of goes with my themes around the importance of um leaders looking after themselves creating space to recover and to think um and it it, it is very easy in our, our line of work to think that gosh I've, I've got to be reading you know everything that comes out by simon sinek or um malcolm gladwell or whatever I, you know i need to I, I i should only read things which i can talk about in a session but actually i think clearing your head and getting some um yeah some magic in there but of course any book's got people in it and, and yeah. a, like an understanding of character and personality you know that kind of that need to engage with the emotions of the um of the characters so no and i think that that makes per- perfect sense um i'm going to completely ruin that by telling you that at the moment i'm reading this book, book called the imposter cure um by doctor i think i think you pronounce it jesamy um hubbard and it was recommended to me um because because i'd start i've started um going out and doing more performing which is something that i stopped for a number of years for various reasons because um you know family and 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 i am married to an army officer um uh, which meant that we've moved around a lot but now we haven't so i've started performing again and and singing and i suddenly realized to a certain extent why i had stopped doing that and then also for various reasons one of the reasons why i stop being a radio presenter as well is that you get so much into your own head um that you you start to believe that actually you you can't do something so i'm i know that i suffer greatly from imposter syndrome and, and this book's really good because it's it works with my mind because it it gives you practical steps towards overcoming so it's not just a you know you're not just on download there's some practical steps in it which which i find really useful one of the themes that i've found in um 
coaching sessions over the last gosh 10 10 years at least um is that almost every session at some point in almost every session with every client that i've worked with um imposter syndrome emerges as a, as a theme and then um it's, it's just really unusual because i don't think many people are in a position where they understand just how common it is it's one of these things that people have but for whatever reason conceal because they they think that admitting to it somehow makes it more more real or they don't imagine that everybody else has it but i i mean i don't know statistically but in my experience pretty much 100% of people have imposter syndrome um and uh, knowing that would just be so useful wouldn't it oh it would be because then you would feel less like you're on on your own and this is what i've read in the book because i thought it was just me albeit that i've spoken to lots of people including mandy hickson on on this very podcast suffers from imposter syndrome but it is very very common in in high achievers but it's kind of almost like a vicious circle, really, because the reason that we're high achievers is because we're pushing ourselves because we've got imposter syndrome. So that's really interesting. And and I know that some of that is kind of covered in the book and we can talk about that in a in a later session because it's um it's really interesting. I've always wanted to say to people, you know, if you've got something that you would like us to discuss, by all means, you know, get in touch with us, get in touch with us via social media. You can find us Leader Connect on 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 Facebook. You can find Neil on Facebook as well and on LinkedIn and we'll put some posts up there to let people know that you know that they can message us and say, look, could you you please discuss whatever it whatever it is that but I think imposter syndrome would be a great one. In this episode, we are going to be chatting about something that I think we both agree is absolutely the core of the success of a leader and a team and an organization. And and I'm standing here now waving the leadership book in my in my right hand because I'm going to read out a quote and it will give you a good idea of what we're going to be chatting about. Leaders achieve things far beyond what they could do alone by engaging others intellectually and emotionally in pursuit of a clear and compelling purpose. I talk about this all the time. I've asked every single one of our guests over the last 18 months what they believe their clear and compelling purpose is because it is that important. Any organisation uh, and indeed any any leader needs to be clear what they're trying to achieve. In my thinking from military planning, where the first principle of, of war is the selection and maintenance of the aim. So uh, any any army any any country engaging in in war needs to be very clear what it's trying to achieve and needs to maintain that aim so needs to constantly be be thinking about it and thinking you know is what we're trying to achieve still relevant clear and compelling purpose is my adaptation of of that terminology because i think that it's a great motivator in fact it's the it's the greatest motivator and also the greatest source of energy and direction that you can have in an organization clear and compelling purpose clear plain english or or whatever language you're using but plain absolutely plain language um so anybody who works anywhere in the organization can can understand it they can read it and they can understand it and it shouldn't be pages and pages it should be a few lines that simply set out what it is you're trying to achieve you see you see some organizations with huge strategy documents um complicated documents with supporting documentation 
and and they, they they think that that's having that effect, but it isn't because nobody reads it, and even where people do read it, it's so dense that there's you know ambiguity comes from it. So so that's what I mean by clear, compelling. Well, it's got to be something worth doing. It's got to be something that when you read it, you think, yeah, do you know what I um, that excites me or that makes me angry, but it it should be something that stirs. I, I guess an emotional response, something that makes you really want to 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 engage, to take part in something. Um, and that statement, if you've got a good, clear, and compelling purpose statement, two, two or three lines that say what you're trying to what you're trying to achieve in terms that get people uh, get people going, that's almost all you need. You, you need remarkably little control or motivation. From people, often organisations where the where there's where the the leaders have to work really hard to motivate people. Well, that's because what the people are doing either isn't very clear or isn't very exciting. So that's that's my take on it. Clear and it's the it's the essence of of uh, running an organisation that's got any that's got any that's trying to achieve something. So could I now, let's say I I run a small organisation or, or whatever it is, or I'm a, a head teacher going into a new school or, you know, a leader, new bank manager going into a bank, whatever it is. Could I then go into my office, sit and write five lines, come out and go, right, here you go. Here's our clear and compelling purpose. Is, is that going to, is that going to work? Or how do I even go about creating it yes i mean yes you should so so a lot of leadership that all all leadership is comes from people Mm -hmm. so so although the bank or the school will have certain things that they have that they have to achieve how it's done is a reflection of the people who are uh leading that endeavor so i've i've worked with lots of schools over, over the years so so actually it's quite an interesting specific example and uh, many through the p- process of coaching or leadership development have created one of these statements, created a clear and compelling purpose statement. And in every case, it's different because it depends where the school is, what the challenges it's facing are, what the what the cultural environment the school's in. One school, you know, a school in in an inner city area in one part of the country will be very, very different from a school in a uh, a more rural area on the other side of the country, and and that will be a a mix of well everything, all all of the kind of the stew that makes up the people who are who are there, the backgrounds of the teachers, the 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 upbringing, the 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 uh, just just really every, everything which feeds into every person in that school. So so the head teacher of one school statement will, will be different from the head teacher of the other schools. So I wonder also then, what is the lifespan of a clear and compelling purpose? So if I, you know, I'm setting up my business, I've come up with this clear and compelling purpose that's unique to my team, to my location, all of those kind of things. How long is it likely to last? Can I can I change it at some point as the business develops? Or do we always keep the same clear and compelling purpose as we go along? Maybe a bit of both. I, I think it should have, it should be durable. It should be a resilient statement. It shouldn't be responding to what's going on this week. So so I would think that if you get the statement right, it, it will only move at the same pace as sort of political, economic, social, technological changes around you. So so you would expect it to to change to, yeah. depending on what opportunities create themselves or what's going on in, in the outside world. But but it wouldn't be it's unlikely to be so responsive that it would 
be affected by something like like COVID, but it would drive your behaviour in something like COVID. So if your statement was going to be something along the lines of, so one of the things I'm quite against is where people drive themselves by statistics or figures or you know kind of these intangibles that people people on the ground don't don't feel. Mm. So a, a school statement might talk about trans, transforming the futures of our pupils by opening up the largest, and I'm sort of racking my brain to think of things that I've, that I've heard of or that we've developed in the last few years, but to, to open up the, the largest possible wide number of opportunities for, for our pupils or to make sure another, another school's talked in terms of no door left, no door left unopened to their pupils. Mm. The theme of kind of levelling up the playing field to to pupils in more deprived areas sometimes sometimes comes up but whatever the statement is you see it then drives you to do things you think okay so this this field trip that i want to plan or this particular way of teaching does does it serve the, the clear and compelling purpose and that's how once people understand the purpose and are excited by it it can then drive creativity and um engagement and like you've just said decision making rejecting ideas you know being able to go back to perhaps other layers of 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 leadership and saying well no that's not going to work because because that doesn't fit with our clear and compelling purpose you know it it is i suppose some people might call it the north star or maybe the mission statement but the fact that it's clear and compelling and it's the compelling bit that i really like about it because let's face it you know we spend a disproportionate amount of our lives in a workspace and if what we're doing isn't compelling and exciting then then what, what kind of what's the point in doing it? And I remember Dan Barcroft, who was our first ever guest on the Leader Connect podcast, who is, correct me if I'm wrong, he's the director of um, admissions and marketing for the University of Sheffield. And I think, and, and Dan, I'm so sorry, again, if I get this wrong, but I think his clear and compelling purpose was to offer something like a high-end experience to all of the students within the university and literally every decision that they make within that team is is governed by that really really simple clear and compelling purpose and it's it's the high end bit that gets me kind of excited because it suggests this something that's exceptional and exciting and and different and i suppose you know i went to university and i didn't necessarily get a high end experience certainly with an awful lot of the stuff that i did so i i really liked dan's one one of the things that i ask individuals when they come on the podcast is having your own clear and compelling purpose. Would you say that that was important? So going into your team, knowing what your vision and what your mission is for yourself personally. I think it's very personal and and I am not sure that I, that I have a clear and compelling purpose. I I don't think I'm driven by any single sense of direction. I'm more opportunistic in the things I do. I've reached a time in life where my you know, my children are doing GCSEs and A levels at the at, at at the moment, and for me, having balance is is really important. So, so I love my work. I um, I love going away and speaking or or running courses. But but equally, it's it's for me very important to to take part in life fully. But I don't have that as a, and by that I mean to to see friends, to enjoy relationships, to focus on to fitness and and whatever. So I'm not driven by any great statement. I, I just uh, I have a sense that my role is to use the knowledge that I've I've got. And I don't, you know, my take on leadership and all this stuff is that it's simple. I, I, this isn't some huge academic exercise. It's 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 simple. 
it's 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 easy anyone can learn it if you're a decent person and you you put a little bit of thought into having a positive effect in the world and studying leadership you absolutely can so 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 really just trying to share that message and that, and that is important to me because I know where you get good leadership. You, you get happy people and successful people and productive people. Let's let's draw this episode of the Leader Connect podcast to an end. And it would be really, really great if people could perhaps post what they think their clear and compelling purpose is for their team. Um, share what your clear and compelling purpose is, because the more that and I think for me, it was when I started to talk to people about it. I think I understood more what the clear and compelling purpose was. So so by all means, please go on to all of our social media pages and start to share what your clear and compelling purpose is and then more people can be inspired before you head off to do anything else please hit subscribe or follow the leader connect podcast is your one-stop shop for leadership wisdom that you can use immediately for huge impact and we don't want you to miss a single episode also, make sure that you find us on Facebook and LinkedIn. Links to our social media are in the show notes below. 